Welcome everyone. I'm Jeffrey Goodman, Director of Marketing and Development for the YMCA of Northwest Louisiana. And we're here at 318 Latino Studios for Shreveport Bossier, my city, my community, my home. And our guest today is very special. It's Orlando Medellin. So Orlando, thanks so much for being here. No, thank you for having me. Of course. It's a pleasure to be here. Of course. Well, We'll hop into your world, Orlando. Um, we'll start simply. Uh, you are the head soccer coach for Bozier High School and so much more. <laughs> yes. Let's start correct. here today. What, what country are you originally from and when did you first arrive in Shreveport, Bozier? I was born in Monterrey, Mexico, um, and I first arrived to the United States in August of 2000. So I've been here... 23 years, basically. And how did you end up, uh, we'll, we'll talk all about your life and career, but how did you, how did you end up at Bossier High originally as a student? As a student, um, we used to leave three streets um, by Bossier High School. You know, my parents, I'm grateful for them. They, they, they try to give me the best every, every time they could. Uh, they tell me, you're going to go to Bossier High? And I'm like, I didn't want to go out first. But, you know, Bozier, I, I love Bozier High. I love, I love my boys. I love what I do. And that's basically how I ended up. I, it, it was like, that's the school you got to go to. So at first it was like, no, but, you know, I think it was one of the best things that could ever happen to me. And when you first arrived, take me back. Where, what other schools did you attend prior I, to yes. Bozier High? For elementary school, I went to Waller Elementary School. And middle school, I went to Russian Middle School. So all fitters of Bozier High School. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to pull a couple of quotes today. Um, you once said, I love Bozier. I went to Bozier. I graduated from Bozier. I bleed green. One of the goals of this podcast is to help people develop more pride about the shreveport Bozier community by highlighting the positive and important work happening all around us. Talk to me about your pride for Bossier City and your pride for Bossier High School. Where does that come from? And how did you develop such strong feelings for this community and the high school you attended and where you are now the coach? So the love of Bossier kind of grew up as a student. Um, you know, really, when you go to Bossier, the staff there really, really care about you. You, you build a... A family relationship um, right now I currently work with teachers that they were my teachers when I was there and when they see me you know they say like go to your class go to your room I'm like hang on I work here you know <laughs> so <it's, laughs> sometimes that's kind of like still kind of weird and, um, but but just the feeling of of being there and and being able to help our boys and, and our students and you know when I was a senior there uh, we had a great year in soccer season under Coach Hunter Pipes, and he was the coach there for a couple of years. And when we lost the semifinal, the quarterfinal game here, you know, I was crying. I was devastated. You know, when you grow up, when you're young at that age, that's all you you hope for. Like, oh, I want to win a state championship game as a player, right? Um, but I told him, I'm going to come back, and we're going to make it happen one day. 
And I still remember the what he told me. Remember, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And and that's what I tell my boys now these days. And you know, um we have a lot of kids from different places. We got kids from Costa Rica, Colombia, Honduras, Guatemala, Mexico, um, Haiti. Uh, we have one kid from Jamaica at one point. I mean, we just have different nationalities, and people would think like, oh, they they get along, but that's one, that's that was one of the hardest things for me to make them to, like, not to see a nationality, but like, we're a family. Um, in fact, when the team breaks it down before a game, you know, people, they say one, two, three, family, because that's why we try to apply to them and kind of understand, like, we're a family no matter what happens here. Yeah, there's going to be issues, there's going to be problems, but we're going to solve this as a family, and and that's all I ever wanted to apply to them. And, you know, the discipline, which, you know, I always tell my boys, discipline and respect, they're going to take they're gonna take you to places you can't even imagine. Just stay disciplined, respect others, and people are gonna people are gonna be there for you no matter what. This season, <clears throat> your team at Bozier High reached the finals of the state championship. Only the third Bozier Parish soccer team ever to play in a state championship game. Talk to me, and you covered this a little bit, but talk to me about your team this season and and the type of players, either nationalities or just personalities or skill levels or whatever that mostly made up this year's team. Yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a great year. Um, we were so close. Um, we were there. We competed with a lot of good, great teams throughout the year. Um, it's still kind of get sad sometimes when I think about the final result. But I tell the boys sometimes it's, it's not the destination. We got to You got to enjoy the journey. But you know, um, it's just it's a hard question to answer. You know, a lot of things go through my mind right now. But you know, our kids, like I say, they one of the hardest things. Like I was saying to you previously was trying to see them like I, one of my biggest thing was like we're family we need you you got to respect him you got to respect him like we he's your brother okay that was hard that was you know i had i had kids that quit my first and second year because of what i was trying to apply i had kids telling you don't know what you're doing like that's fine but look this is what i'm trying to teach you um and just to see the things that we overcome, we, we we were able to achieve this year. You know, we were able to win district. We were able to win um, Parish Cup, and we were there competing. We didn't have to. We had a great year. We didn't. We didn't have to travel for playoff because we finished number two in the state. And the boys loved that not having to travel until the state championship game. And um. And they saw that when you did the right thing and you work hard and you stay disciplined, you know, those are the results you're going to get. But like I also told them after the game, the first thing I told them after the game was, you can do everything right. You can stay disciplined. But even when you do the right thing, bad things are going to happen, just like it, it did to us. 
Um, and all you can do is get up and keep moving. Because you're going to stay home and crying and or you're not going to do anything for two weeks. But everything's moving around you except you. And we had our banquet a couple of weeks ago. And the boys, you know, they didn't. Not single one of them talk about the wings or anything. They just talk about the journey and and like how much fun they had and and the bus rides and hey the crazy things they did at on the bus or the hotels and um, so it was a great year. Um, I have great coaches with me next to me. They they are amazing. They they do great things. I, I I'm just grateful for for them for my staff for the support they give us. Um, you know, they, the community really kind of, they saw what, we, what we're trying to do at Bowser High, and I'd never seen so many people in my life at a soccer game, at a high school level. I, I mean, you were there, the atmosphere, the, the music, incredible. The, the flags, the smoke bombs, people screaming, and just, it was a great, great, great atmosphere, great weather. Great and, game. Yes, great game. I mean, they had me on my toes there for for a little bit. I think we scored within ten minutes left in the game, and you know when we scored that goal, I told my coaches, "It's it's done. They ain't gonna score. I mean, they they're not gonna score. You know, they they felt that the fans coming in, and it was it was loud. <laughs> like I I never like I said, I've never seen so many people in my life at a at a high school level soccer game, um, and when I saw the boys celebrating, that's all I ever wanted to 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 see them celebrate like that. Um, a lot of people don't know uh, we have kids that work for a living at Bowser High. Um, we have kids here that that live with strangers because they they just their parents send them over here for a better life. You know, we have kids that go two three days without eating. I'm going to stop you because I want to read something that yes. we'll talk about. Some okay, that's good. Yes. We'll come back. So each week, the local radio station, Kiss Country 93.7, shines a light. And this question is super long. I'm going to warn you. Yeah. Shines a light on one of our local residents, and they recently honored you. The letter that got you the award said the following. I'm going to read it all, and I know no, you've heard it, and it's super long. The letter says... I've played sports my entire life, and I've had some great coaches, but I've never seen a man and his wife do so much for the players. A lot of his high school players are Mexican or Central American immigrants who can barely speak English when they arrive at his school. Many have very little means, even feed themselves. Some don't have families with them. All of his players know that they can call and he will help them at the drop of a hat, whether it be by feeding them, getting them jobs, getting them clothes, loaning them money from his own pocket to pay bills until they get paid, helping them find housing, or even letting them stay at his house with his family, he's there. I have personally seen him give his own belt to one of his players who do not have one. I have seen him drive to New Orleans to speak at an immigration hearing on behalf of one of his high school players on Friday to then drive all night to be at a travel soccer game for his younger kids in Dallas Saturday morning. 
and all he asks of his players is to remember that when they get in a position to help someone, they do the same. So my question, and you've covered a little bit of this, is as someone who coaches so many of our young kids on and off the field, what are some of the lessons you hope to instill in the young people who spend time with you? I, I'm gonna start crying there a little bit. Um, you know, we're gonna coaching and kind of being a teacher assistant at, at uh, Bozier High has taught me so much. Um, you know, and sometimes we don't. I feel like sometimes people need to go to Bozier High to like whether it's a basketball game soccer game, football game, and people are going to realize how much they have, honestly. Uh, our kids, you know, a lot, not, not not everybody, but a lot of our kids, and I'm talking about my, my players, the only reason they go to school is because they want to play. Um, now, we try to get them we try to give them their diploma. We try to help them in any way. You know, my wife and I, we, <laughs> I, we, we try to do anything we can. We had kids stay at the house because they don't have nowhere to stay. You know, we fed kids. And we got to buy lunch for this kid. We got to do this for that. We got to buy him clothes. We, you don't have a bell here. Use my bell. I, I felt we were. I felt we were my bell that day. By the way, <laughs> um, but sometimes. When when you see the struggles that they go through, it kind of makes me appreciate everything that I have. You know, being able to have a roof over me, food on the table, a family that I can go to and and kind of like talk to after a long day of work or a stressful day, kind of makes me appreciate life a little more. And kind of, you know, I thank God for for those things. Like man, like you know, I, I need to stop that taking things for granted and really appreciate everything that we really have because sometimes our problems are too small compared to what one kid might be going through and we just we we try to we try to be that support for 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 the boys um and and I always tell them when you're in a better position, all I ask for you is help somebody else. You know, um, in fact, I, yesterday I was talking to one of my former players, like, hey, I want to start my lawn service. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll help you. Um, I'll help you in what condition. What is it? They, you hire our boys. They're like, done, yes, we'll make it work. So just finding opportunities for them and, and kind of like, showing them like hey you do the right thing people are gonna people are want to help you just make sure you you do the right thing and because it's hard when when they're here by themselves and they have no nowhere to go every year on thanksgiving we cook my wife and i we we, we cook three turkeys and we have the boys come over the first year we made it my wife was like this is a lot of food there's no way they're going to do all this. Like, no, you don't know them. They're going to eat this. <laughs> we had nothing left. You know, because they just, they're like, we had kids like, what is this? 
that's a big chicken. I'm like, no, that's a turkey. What's a turkey? You know? <laughs> so things like that, they like, well, yeah. And, and then you start kind of like telling, teaching them like, this is why we do Thanksgiving there. This is how it started. They're like, ah, oh. you know, and they start learning things. And we do the same thing for Christmas. Um, whoever doesn't have a family, we open our doors like, yeah, come in. We eat, we watch a movie, we play table games, board games. So we try to make it like a, a family environment. And I always tell them, somebody in your family has to start the new process. Do you want to continue living the way you've been living the last 15, 14 years, or your dad 30, 40 years? Or do you want to be that person that we started the new cycle? From here, we change things. Um, and that starts by finishing school, by being here every day by doing your work, by being disciplined, but finding you a decent job. And and that's what we try to teach them. And, and my biggest reward as a coach is when they come to me and be like, thank you for, I made it, I have a, I have a great job, I have a family. And knowing that they didn't get in trouble, puts, you know, uh, puts a lot of zeros behind my check. And that's, that's the I see it. Like, that's, that's, to me, that's worth more than money. I love what I do. <laughs> so I love that. And that's clear. And my, my final question is, is just, as you look around, your community um, can be Bossier High, can be Bossier City, can be Shreveport Bossier, can be North Louisiana, Louisiana. Um, what are some of the things that keep you up at night or concern you the most? Few things that um, that kind of keep keep me up is you know the things going in the community like you know these days you turn on the TV and then you hear like oh there's a kid 15 year old kid got shot you know or a drive through shooting or you know I think as a community we need to do a better job of talking to kids and and show them what's right and what's wrong. Um, you know, we, I have a great friend from Ecuador, Matt Kiefer, who um, came last year, great guy. We, we brought a camp, had over almost 180 kids. We were averaging 130 kids a day. And, you know, we were so fortunate with him that, you know, now we're able to bring a, a soccer club year long, excuse me, and kind of like offer a better opportunity for kids that don't have the the option to play competitive. Um, but our, our number one goal is to kind of guide the player on the field, but also like outside the field, kind of teach them what's right, what's wrong. And my wife and I, we pray, we pray a lot. We, 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 we talk to God, to our pastors and, and we like this is this is what we what we want to do. I see I had questions a couple months ago, and one day one Friday I was typing on an email, just kind of. And then Saturday night I was like, God, if if this is really what you want me to do, like come on, like give me a sign, please, like it's like seriously, give me a sign. And I wrote something, you know. Um, Soccer game will take you to places you can't imagine, like travel-wise, 
but you know the war of the war of God and your and your fate in Him will take you to places you can't even imagine. My bishop that day, that Sunday, literally say the second part. He was like, other things will take you to places that you will love, but you, your faith in God and in the Word of God will take you to places you can't imagine. And that day I was like, my wife got mad at me. I was like, did you hear that? Did you hear that? I was like, like he's talking. Be quiet, you know? And I opened the email link. And to me, that was the sign. And we have a lot of people in the community that want to be part of it. We have a, a lot of kids that have registered for tryouts. And we have a camp coming back this summer, next month. And just being able to, being able to help kids because at, at the end of the day, they're the future of, of, of the community. And if we want to have a better community, we need to start working with the little kids and kind of show them the discipline and, and show them what's right, what's wrong. And, and tell people that, you know, I've been blessed. The last three years, when, when I truly gave my heart to the Lord, I've been nothing but blessed. And sometimes I don't even know what to say. I just look up, I'm like... Like what is this? <laughs> and I'm just grateful. He's he's amazing. Uh but when you really give all your problems to, to to the Lord and and when you really just like let him handle your life, man, like you you're gonna have a great life. I mean bad things are gonna happen. Bad things happen all the time. But I mean my fa my wife and I we just we're so grateful with him. He's been nothing but good with us and has blessed us in tremendous ways that sometimes we just like, we don't, we just, we, we don't say anything. We just like, we just look up and we say, thank you. That's all we can do. And I, I have a duty. He wants me to kind of help kids, guide them the right direction and and that's what we're trying to do and kind of help guide the young people of the Shreveport-Bossier area. And you are. <laughs> thank you. In a major way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to mention or discuss today? We have all the time in the world, so those were my main yeah. questions. No. I'm happy to... A lot of things, it. you know, a lot of things. Um, just we, we, we really need to get into our public schools, help our students, um, work with the kids that get in trouble. I think they all they need is they need love. That's 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 what they're missing. Um, you know, um, going back a little bit from one of your first questions. You know, when I first arrived to the United States, my my dad, my mom, you know, they work eighty, ninety hours a week. The only time I saw my parent was like before I left for school. Um, but I was able to kind of apply myself. Um, but that's not the case for everybody, you know. Some some kids might go the wrong path, and I think as a community, we need to step in. We need to lay that hand for them. Like, hey, come on, we're gonna help you. Um, I think the more people that work together, the better. Um, I think that's you know going back again. That's why I, I love Bozier. Um, it's a family environment. Uh, we 
we know all the kids like literally like we and and we try to build a, a relationship with every student and and they come to you and tell you like this is going on and they're like well this is what i would do and just kind of like when you show them like that you care for them they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna re- they're gonna react better to to anything to any circumstances and um you know i had a kid last week that came to me like you know, you, you asked me the other day what was wrong with me. I'm like, yes, I did. Well, there was something wrong with me. Like, I know, because you always smiling. You weren't smiling that day. And that student, she told me, like, that really showed me that you guys care for us. Like, of course we do. That's why we do. That's why we're here. Um, people ask me, what do you work? I'm like, I don't work. I mean, I mean, what do you what do you do every morning? I'm like, well, I mean, I, I go to school. I help students. You know, we just we build in the future. That's what I tell them. And but the more people we can get on board to help us, and not just Abuja, I mean we anywhere in the United States, not just here, but um, I think we will have a better a better future and a better country. So. <laughs> well, thank you, Orlando. No, thank you. Great having you, and look forward to continue to stay in touch and follow all the great things you're gonna do. Thank you, man. Thank you for, for your time. Thank you for all you do in the community as well. Um, I, I remember when the Y first opened a couple, you know, what year was it? Uh, 2017. Yeah, 2017. And um, my wife and my daughter were like, oh, they're going to open at Y. And my daughter starts singing the song, you know. And, you know, my daughter has played there at the rec league. and But it's, it's great. It's, it's an amazing thing for the community and And I know great things are coming. So thank you for everything. Absolutely.